Hello, you guys. Welcome or welcome back to my podcast. I hope everyone's having an amazing week. I am counting down the days for March. I'm officially done with winter. I want nothing to do with winter anymore. I'm over it. It's currently 7 p.m. and I feel like 7 p.m. in the summer, you're like, oh my god, the night is still young. Let's go out. Let's do things. It's bright outside, but now it's just like so dark and all I want to do is nothing. I'm literally tucked in bed. It's a Friday night. That sounds sad, but I'm actually having the best time ever. It is Friday night and I'm staying in. One thing about me is I do not get FOMO. I used to, whenever my friends would go out without me, I would literally have the worst night. All I would think is, oh my god, they're having so much fun. I would get the worst FOMO in the world. Now I'm like, go out, have fun, have the best time ever. Because even when I'm out, all I can think about is coming home and getting into bed, comfy PJs, watching a show, face mask on. That is my vibe. I ordered Lebanese food. I used to get Lebanese food all the time. It is low-key my favorite. It's the best. It's just good food. And I had a little solo party. My husband is out with his friends. I feel like it's so healthy and so important in a relationship to have a balance where you both do things with your friends. You have your own girls nights or if you want to chill by yourself and recharge, then that's totally fine. And then the guy can go out and he can do his thing. I just feel like it's a healthy way of being in a relationship. I feel like unfortunately we've all been in relationships where the guy's like, don't go out, don't go out with your friends, like this and that, trying to be very controlling or trying to judge you depending on your outfit, not letting you go out and vice versa. But I think it's so unhealthy. And I feel like those are the relationships where either party tends to be unfaithful because they feel so restrained and they feel like they have absolutely no freedom. So they try and seek it in different ways, trying to be secretive and trying to be unfaithful. Of course, that's not in every case. I feel like also being unfaithful has to do a little bit with your character, especially as an adult. It's one thing to cheat in freaking college and high school. But if you're cheating as an adult, then something, something is wrong. Like we're grown adults. If you are not happy in a relationship, just break up with your significant other. It's that simple. Oh my god, my sister was telling me about her co-worker. It's actually her manager. I don't know if I'm gonna get in trouble for saying that, but basically she had just gotten married. Like, And a week later, they had their Christmas party at a company that she works for. She was cheating on her husband with two other guys. Like to me, that is so mind-boggling. Of course, we don't know the arrangement. We don't know what everyone's relationship is like, but I do not respect cheaters. I have zero respect for any cheaters out there. But from my experience and through my friends and stuff, it's more than often never about the person being cheated on. It's more so about the person that's cheating and they are dealing with a lot of their insecurities and they're not feeling secure with who they are as a person. They usually have a lot of confidence issues or their partner is someone that is a lot more successful than them or a lot prettier than them, which is so silly. But the way they want to be on top is by cheating, which again, doesn't make sense. It will never make sense to me, but from what I've gathered, this is it. It's more so about power and ego rather than actually cheating on your significant other. You know what I mean? I don't even know how I got on this topic. I just feel like I've been rambling since I started this podcast, but I've had a pretty good week so far. Just very easy weeks. Like the past three weeks, I've literally feel like I've blinked and it's Friday, which is not a bad thing. No news is good news always. I've just been doing a lot of behind the scenes wedding planning because my wedding is in literally less than three months and I feel like I still have so much shit to deal with. Every day is something new, but this week I tackled invites. I 
been postponing invites for the longest time you guys and finally i was like i just need to send them so i got some help from my husband we send off all of our invites a lot of our guests are going to be coming from the states so we sent all of our u.s invites when we were in the u.s that was like a month and a bit ago but we basically stuck the address on the envelope and all the address stickers like apparently didn't <laughs> didn't stick well to the envelope so they were all gone so literally 80 percent of the people we send an invite to did not get an invite from the states thankfully we had a return address on so we know exactly the people that didn't receive an invite so now i need to instruct my brother-in-law on how to send all the invites that he received i'm actually really excited to show you my invite it's very creative and i haven't seen anything like my invite before well i did get my inspo from pinterest so i've seen something similar on pinterest but i'm very excited it's kind of like a box it's like it's like a whole thing so my mom and i made all the invites i was personally stuffing those invites with eucalyptus leaves but not gonna lie i love it i love anything diy arts and crafts sign me up there's a lot of diy in my wedding i made my bridesmaids like personalized little bags i hope they're not listening to this with their initials it's so cute but definitely after my wedding is done and over with i'm gonna do a whole episode and just recap every single detail and tell you guys how i did everything and planned everything and organized and answer every single question this weekend i'm on a mission to find a great perfume to wear on my wedding like a wedding scent and I'm so excited. I'm definitely a perfume girly, so this is like one of those things. I really, really want to pick something delicious and something that whenever I smell it, it just reminds me of my wedding. I want something special, something romantic, something very like flowery and unique. That's that's all I'm looking for. Another fun one I need to pick is my wedding shoes, my wedding heels. I have some ideas because I've looked at some stuff online, but again, I just need to go and try on some shoes, figure out the style that I want. It's exciting stuff. So for today's episode, I'm answering some more of your guys' questions. It's one of those chill episodes where I definitely wanted to feel like a FaceTime call. And we're just talking about everything, literally everything. I can see the questions here. They're about literally friendships, family, work, relationships, sex, motivation. We're going to get into it. Starting with number one, how to stop comparing yourself to others. As Tings always says, comparison is the thief of joy. The only person you should be comparing yourself with is an older version of yourself. Look back at yourself from a year ago, two years ago, see where your life was see where you know your body was with your goals that you have your hair your skin everything and compare yourself with the older version of yourself only there's no point in you comparing yourself to someone else first off you do not know the full story you only know what you see on instagram and let me tell you what you see on instagram is not real i wish i looked like what i look like on instagram instagram is not real life and you can see people's problems you can see people's lives you literally only see a curated perfect version of themselves which is very far from the truth even when you're comparing yourself to your girlfriends you do not know what they're going through behind the scenes every time i catch myself comparing myself to others i think to myself would i like to trade lives with them would i fully want to live the life that they live have the shitty boyfriend that they have you know do everything that they do the answer is no i love my life and i wouldn't want to trade that with anyone else's and of course it's not perfect but no one's life is wasn't it jeremiah who said no such thing as the life that's better than yours and i stand by that and it's the truth. It's you versus you, baby, till the end. Stop pouring yourself and your energy in other people's business and drama that is none of your business. Instead, focus on yourself. Focus on flourishing yourself, watering your own grass. Because the grass is never greener on the other side. Grass is greener where you water it. So never compare yourself to others. Only yourself, only old versions of yourself. You're only striving to be better. And you'll never be better if you keep comparing yourself to lame ass people. Next question. Health. 
well. I'm dating someone who's perfect on paper, but I'm not feeling the spark I'm used to feeling. Do you have any advice for me? Perfect on paper does not mean that they are the perfect person for you. It could be checking all your boxes, but when it comes down to it, you're not feeling the chemistry, you're not feeling the love, you're not feeling a spark. And there's going to be cases where you feel that spark and that person is not checking off all of your boxes. But then I also want to ask you this question. Is the spark that you're used to feel something that might not be a spark? Could it be anxiety? Could it be stress? Could it be you feeling very uneasy and then thinking that that is a spark when it's actually just anxiety? If you're dating someone for like two, three years and you still get butterflies, of course, that's an amazing thing. But if the butterflies never, ever, ever go away when you're hanging out, then that's not a great sign in my opinion. Because more than often, those butterflies are something else. It's usually anxiety and something that is not associated with the best feelings ever. I'm a big believer that your person needs to make you feel calm and uneasy and at peace at all times. He brings out this incredible version of yourself that feels very, very secure and calm where she is. She's confident, she's happy, and she just has this great energy about her. I'm not saying that that's what you're experiencing right now, but maybe give this a shot. Again, if you do not feel any chemistry between the two of you, then you should just call it quits. Don't feel bad. Don't feel guilty about it. This is your time to put yourself first. And even if he checks off all the boxes, you have every right to be like, listen, this isn't going to work out because life is too short to be in a relationship with someone that you're not in love with, that you're not feeling, you know, any sort of spark with. And if they're not bringing out the best version of yourself, I'm on my period right now. So any period tips? First of all, I know your pain. It is the worst. Why can't our period just last for one day? Like just one day, get all the blood out and like be done with it. That is my one question. But honestly, I'll take it any day right now instead of a pregnancy. What you really need to do when you're in your period is really take it slow, especially when it comes to your workouts and all that stuff. You need to be very, very gentle. I would stop using heavy, heavy weights and just do very light body exercises, maybe a long walk. A heating pad always helps. Also, lots and lots of tea. I find that that really helps with cramps and the best tea for that is definitely raspberry leaf and you should definitely do your research behind it because it's supposed to be incredible and I drink it every single day. It helps with cramps and PMSing and all that great stuff and also helps with digestion as well which is always a plus. I love taking long hot showers every time I'm in my period. I wish I had like a big bathtub but I don't but if I did I would definitely take long baths because I just feel like it's such a luxury. This is also a great time for you to watch your favorite movies if you have some feel-good movies. For me, I love Easy A. I love Mean Girls. You know those like classic girly movies? I always go back to them. Also, my new favorite movie is The Wrong Missy. If you haven't watched it, it is a masterpiece. I've literally watched it with my husband three times and we never get bored of it. It's our favorite movie. We watch it again and again. We laugh out loud. Next question is how to meet guys when you don't have many friends to go places with anxiety edition. I know this is cheesy, but dating apps do not give up on dating apps. It's literally how my sister and her boyfriend met and they've been together for like 10 years. Dating apps are good. They just have a bad yearbook photo. Of course, there's people on there that are definitely not there for the right reasons. They just want to, you know, hit it and quit it, do like a little one night stand and that's it. But there are also guys that actually want a relationship because it's like if you're working all day and you don't have that much free time or that many friends, how do you meet people? Dating apps. You just have to weed out the bad guys and have a good eye. Usually guys with really shitty dating profiles are the best guys. They just don't know how to present themselves well. If he looks like a 12 out of 10 just from his profile, then something's wrong with him. If he knows how to do all that, something is wrong with him. Go with a guy that his profile needs work. Like you can tell he's like kind of cute, but 
like you're not sure that's how you know he's gonna be cute also when you're setting up your dating profile i know a lot of people say just put like hot pictures of yourself and i do agree put cute photos but also put photos that really depict who you are like if you have like a goofy or like nerdy side like i don't want to sound like a pick me but like if you have something like niche or something that you know that you're special for just like show that because also you don't want to put out that image that you're like this perfect person and then have to like you know like actually introduce who you really are on day three or something you're gonna weed out so many douchebags and guys that want just one night stand if you put pictures on that truly depict who you are and your funny side and it's actually gonna attract guys that are into that and then you don't have to pretend you're someone else and then you know show them a different version of yourself you just show who you are from the get-go if they don't like it they can fuck off and my other rule for online dating is never talk a lot via messages i would suggest like a few texts make sure they're legit and safe and then just plan a date that's what happened with my husband and i we met on instagram but i saw we had mutual friends and then we literally just said like dinner there that's it like there's no point in like talking a lot on all those apps because then you don't have anything to talk about on the date well of course you do but like you know you want to have stuff to talk about and don't be scared to go out on dates like i know it's painful especially the first few ones where you have to talk about your favorite color and this and that but then you start getting used to the whole vibe of going on dates and you know it can be a fun experience and what's the worst that can happen you meet your soulmate or you know you get a couple free drinks i do prefer though a dinner for a first date or drinks are fine but i don't like a walk or a coffee i just feel like that doesn't show a lot of effort i feel like it's just so much more romantic if a guy puts in some effort for the date and it's not just like meet me for a coffee or meet me for a hike of course if it relates to like a financial situation then do whatever you can afford to but i like the idea of a dinner do you have any advice on how to be consistently motivated health this might be a hot take but i feel like it's a little bit unrealistic to want to be motivated 24 7 and i haven't met anyone who is constantly motivated at all times of their life i feel like of course motivation is something we should always strive for but i think it's totally natural and normal to have days where you just don't want to leave your bed and you're not motivated to do anything and you don't want to work out or get work done it's part of human nature and i feel like it's important to live those days and truly you know get into it a little bit and then when you wake up the next day you can actually choose something different and choose to do a lot of work and be very motivated because if you're pushing yourself all the time then you burn out and that is never fun and you will crash way harder than if you just take a day off or you just lay low a little bit for me i like those sundays to be very relaxed and just do nothing that's my perfect sunday but then i start again on monday and i give it my all and i really try and be the best version of myself so my tip on how to be motivated most of the time is have a really nice night routine where you get into bed early and you do everything you need to do you know before 9 p.m then you're in bed because you can wake up in the morning early which will instantly put you in a better mood than waking up really late and then you just have to start making small decisions on how to be better and just like you know drink those two liters of water or get those 10k steps in whatever that looks like for you it's all about taking those small steps daily and tell yourself that you're trying to be one percent better every day next question is had a couple really nice dates with a guy and he ended up ghosting me do you have any tips for me help i did a tiktok about this yesterday but it's a powerful phrase and it's you could be the whole goddamn package just at the wrong address and it's the truth if he can see how incredible and great and smart and beautiful you are then someone else will for me ghosting is very clear communication is it a very shitty way of communicating absolutely but it just shows his colors and i'd rather know now than later down the line he's canceled there's going to be people that are going to cherish you and 
appreciate you for who you are and lift you up. And if he's not going to be one of them, then good riddance, goodbye. Maybe he's looking for something different. Maybe he just wants a one night thing and that's fine. But if that's not what you're looking for, then goodbye. Usually guys that tend to not want to commit, those are the guys that ghost. For me, that's a very, very clear way of communicating that they're not that interested and I have no time or space for that. So I would just tell him bye-bye. You deserve someone who is 110% about being with you and is sure about being with you and cares and responds to texts and, you know, is good and kind to you. I don't think we're asking for much here. I'm saving money right now. What are clothing pieces that you suggest I invest in? Okay, I might be tripping, but ever since I turned 25 and my prefrontal cortex was fully developed, I feel like my whole style changed. Maybe this is a reach, but I truly feel like I was very into like the trendy stuff with a lot of cutouts and prints and what everyone else was wearing. And don't get me wrong, I still love that type of style now, but I've tried to switch to more classic pieces and pieces I know I'm going to wear forever and ever and invest in just like good quality clothes, stop buying fast fashion as much, which is very hard because just one bikini top of not fast fashion costs like $200 and then you have to buy $200 for the bottom. It's hard, but I feel like every time I bought something that's very classic and I know I'm going to wear a lot, I've never regretted it. If you're looking for really good quality tops and bodysuits that just like match everything and they fit really well and they hug the body beautifully, definitely try out Skims. I was hesitant before I tried Skims. I was like, this is probably another celebrity line and then I tried it and changed my life. So if you're looking at building your staple collection, definitely try out Skims because they have great bodysuits that you can buy at every different color and then you can style those with a nice blazer. I also think a nice blazer is a great investment piece. A nice pair of tailored trousers that just fit you. Chef's kiss, you can get them tailored and snatch your body perfectly. A white button-down shirt I think is also a great piece because you can wear it in the summer, you can wear it in the winter, you can wear it under jumpers and sweaters, you can wear it under a blazer, you can wear it on its own in the summertime with a pair of shorts. Definitely a black dress that you can dress up and down. I feel like investing in a nice black dress, you will definitely not regret it because you can wear that with sneakers and also a nice pair of heels and you can go out at night or a nice oversized blazer and some boots and again call it a night a nice pair of boots either heeled or flat depending on what you wear the most i think that's also another great investment in your collection and something you can wear every day pair it different ways i also feel like cashmere set like trousers and a nice cashmere sweater is also very very you know classy and timeless and i know cashmere can be very expensive but you can find very cheap cashmere for example this christmas i was in florida and christmas eve i was looking for some stuff and i randomly went to macy's and i found two beautiful cashmere sweaters that were in sale they were literally 68 dollars each which for cashmere that's a great price and i just know i'm gonna wear them for the longest time there's so many ways i can pair them and style them and i just know they're gonna last me for a while the colors i would focus on would be neutrals and like black white beige gray dark gray light gray because they're generally really easy to style and match with different things and they're safe. I would stay away from prints other than leopard print, which I do think leopard print is very classy and effortless and timeless. But other than that, I would stay away from that. I would stay away from cutouts, crazy fun colors. 
any sort of a dazzled studded situation or something that's been very trendy lately because that will usually fade. I think I'm going to respond to one more question before I wrap this up and it's let's see what we got here. Skincare trends that didn't work for you. Oh my god literally every single skincare trend. I feel like all those trends really break me out like Polish Choice that toner definitely broke me out. This snail serum that every single person was using that also broke me out. Most things that are trending have probably broken me out because I have very sensitive skin and literally everything breaks me out. I feel like it's all about knowing your skin and knowing what your skin can handle and I know my skin is very sensitive. I can't do much with it. I just need to really moisturize my skin, keep my routine simple and good, make sure I'm drinking a lot of water and and also sadly not trying a lot of stuff even though I end up trying everything because I get sent stuff so I always want to try stuff. So I'm always, you know, testing new creams out. It's a hit or miss and I might wake up with a pimple the next day but it's worth it i'm a big skincare junkie so i'll take the pimple i actually gave my face a rest today i only did a face mask i didn't do any skincare sometimes i do this thing where i don't do any skincare and i just go to bed i just feel like it's healthy for your skin to not have products on 24 7 so one day a week i'll do nothing like absolutely nothing and I usually wake up with a really good face, so try it out if you haven't. The only thing I won't skip though is eye cream. But again, if I'm really tired and I'm not feeling it, then I literally just wash my face, call it a night. Anyways, it's time for me to start my night routine. I'm about to make some tea and slowly start getting into bed. I'm going to watch some shows, take it very, very easy. I'm actually really excited. I hope you guys are having an amazing day whenever, wherever you're listening to this. I can't wait to speak to you all next week. Next week, I love you.